And I started this whole company many years ago because it absolutely blew my mind that I had to call four different doctors and get four stacks of paper in the mail to try to get access to my health records. And yet I could go on a website and punch in the 52-week high on a stock in 0.5 seconds. Mm -hmm. And yet I could not do that with my blood sugar or my cholesterol because the system was just such an absolute train wreck. So that was right around the same time all this amazing digital health was coming on the market. There's just incredible stuff we can use to optimize our body. And at the end of the day, it's just numbers. And now this whole virus outbreak happens. And well, what is the one best thing you can do if you think you're getting sick, sick, or if you are one of the 70% of America who's at higher risk because you have obesity or heart disease or type two diabetes, it's monitoring your vital signs. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We have a very interesting interview episode for you guys today. Um, But before we jump into that, we want to thank you all for all your support. Our download numbers are reaching all-time highs over the last few months. Um, and we really appreciate all the feedback you guys have been giving us, uh, shares on social media, uh, ratings and reviews, keep it up, keep it up and keep sharing it. Now is time. I think, uh, information like this is really a useful resource, uh, for individuals who, you know, maybe are, uh, or have taken a break from kind of their hectic schedule of, um, you know, going to work or getting kids to school, things like that. It's maybe everybody's had a, a certain type of shift or they've had to pivot, which is a word I've heard a lot nowadays. Pivot. Uh, pivot. <laughs> uh, and I think maybe people are hopefully taking advantage of maybe listening to a little bit more information about um, health and wellness and hopefully uh, they chose this podcast. So it's a, it seems like they are and we appreciate that, guys. And super glad if you tuned in for today's episode because we are interviewing David Korsunski. He is the founder of the Heads Up Health mobile app and web portal. Okay. Now this is super interesting and I'm not going to lie. And I said it during the interview. You guys will hear soon. This probably would be a little bit more up Shannon's alley because she's a little bit more tech base and more of a, a tech nerd. Let's be honest. You are. I am. I am a gadget geek and I love technology. So, um, but luckily I think the fact that maybe I'm not so much. I had to get the Reader's Digest version of it. Um, so I think it was he, um, and obviously David was probably used to giving the Reader's Digest version out. So he was able to break down the importance of his app and what it really means to essentially, as you guys will hear, explain it, have all your up to date, not, no, sorry, I would say your past, present, and possibly even future health information at your fingertips. Um, and it now more so than ever, and you guys will hear about it, that they are actually, um, their, their app and their website and their web portal is actually has a component that can help combat coronavirus. Um, so without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this interview with David Korsunski. 
My guest today is the healthcare entrepreneur and founder of the Heads Up Health app. I'm very excited to welcome Dar- David Kozunski to the Addicted to Fitness podcast. How are we doing today, David? Doing absolutely fantastic. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you were able to join us. Very excited about this. Uh, yes. uh, my, my wife is a, a techie, so I know she's super excited about this episode too. Um, what we do for every episode, uh, when we, uh, every episode of our podcast, uh, we do a training recap to start. So I always want to, uh, kind of share that with our, uh, interviewees or interview guests. So love to hear what you've done for your training as of late. For me personally, well, it's, uh, for those listening right now, we're in an unusual situation here in the world. So I've been home and I'm a, I'm a really physically active guy. So when I'm not, hold up due to coronavirus. You can find me out on the tennis courts in Scottsdale playing tennis. You can find me at LA Fitness lifting heavy. You can find me at the Bikram Yoga Studio doing hot yoga sessions, going for a run. So I'm I'm all I'm really physically active. So I've taken this as a challenge opportunity at this point in time. And what I have done is uh, many, many years ago, I went through the whole P90X thing a couple times. It was fun. But one of the workouts that really pushed me physically and mentally was the Yoga X workout. Hmm. And I had never done yoga when I started doing this series. And I absolutely freaking hated it. So, um, But what I would notice, though, is I'd be in my living room. And as a guy who was lifting a lot, I'd just be on this, this yoga mat with no weights just my body moving and I would be drenched in sweat, literally dripping off of my body. And it was counterintuitive to me because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not playing Scottsdale tennis when it's 115 degrees. I have no weights in my hand. I'm not even moving off this mat. How is it possible I'm sweating like this? Mm -hmm. So of course, as you go through this series, you have to do that yoga workout every week. And I started noticing that after I would finish it, I would sleep a lot better. And I started noticing it was starting to calm me. And I started noticing when I would do certain of these poses, I was finding, wow, there is some extreme tightness in this part of my body. Mm-hmm. I had some sports injuries. So everything down the right side of my leg was was basically almost like seized up. My ankle on the right side. Uh, and as I started doing the yoga, all these things started letting go. So that was years ago. And I said, man, I really, at some point in my life, I just want to do this workout every single day for like a month and like work through all of the, the tension spots in my body, my hips, my ankles, my legs, my knees. So I'm on day seven of yoga every single day. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I feel incredible right now. That's awesome. I know um, we've talked about on the podcast a lot because my wife is a a registered yoga teacher and a big part of the personal training I provide is stretching and mobility. That's something I've really, you know, obviously kind of the same path that you took, you know, started off with sports and uh, lifting and stuff. And then as, as I got older, I noticed that, you know, that wasn't as sustainable as it used to be. You know, your bones started creaking a little bit. (laughs) 
Exactly. So once I started discovering the, the different modalities for mobility and stretching, and I was like, okay, this is this is where it's at. And like you said, you can make you can make it a very challenging workout with no weights or with just your body weight in certain poses or isometrics. Uh, that's a, a great way yep. to get a workout. And like you said, now now it's more important than ever. So um, let's go ahead and just jump into the current uh, uh, topic of the coronavirus and how it's affecting everyone everyone's health. Obviously, that's kind of a, a, a something that's uh, intuitive. We, we know it's infecting everybody's health, but um, you've developed um, basically uh, an app to an app and I guess it's a digital platform also that can help with uh, combat that. Uh, so I'd love to hear more about the What's Help Health uh, app and platform. Yeah, sure. So Prior to this whole coronavirus thing, we, we had developed a very sophisticated health monitoring platform, and it's being used by athletes, by cancer patients. Essentially, it's helping people very, very precisely measure their health. And I started this whole company many years ago because it absolutely blew my mind that I had to call four different doctors and get four stacks of paper in the mail to try to get access to my health records, and yet... I could go on a website and punch in the 52-week high on a stock in 0.5 seconds, mm -hmm. and yet I could not do that with my blood sugar or my cholesterol because the system was just such an absolute train wreck. So that was right around the same time all this amazing digital health was coming on the market. People listening to this as a fitness podcast are probably measuring things like VO2 max and lactate threshold and heart rate variability. There's just incredible stuff we can use to optimize our body, and at the end of the day, it's just numbers. So we had this health dashboard for like the last four years. It was going great, and now this whole virus outbreak happens, and well, what is the one best thing you can do if you think you're getting sick, sick or if you are one of the 70% of America who's at higher risk because you have obesity or heart disease or type 2 diabetes? It's monitoring your vital signs. So we just basically give you a dashboard to monitor vital signs. Some of the ones that are particularly relevant if you are monitoring your health proactively during coronavirus would be, first of all, your sleep statistics. And whether you got a Fitbit or something more sophisticated like a BioStrap or an Oura Ring, making sure you're getting absolute highest possible quality rest is super important. The second one is body temperature. And 90% of people who are going to get exposed to this, the first symptoms is going to be a fever. So everybody probably has a thermometer sitting around somewhere. And it doesn't have to be digital. So body temperature is another one. We, we kind of launched a coronavirus dashboard. And that body temperature is on there. Resting heart rate is also on there. And as your body temperature rises due to fever, you'll see about a 10-point jump in your resting heart rate for every degree of temperature that your body goes up. So even people who don't have a thermometer, they can look at their resting heart rate. And if they start seeing a consistent jump, that's also an early warning indicator. And then once you get past early warning indicators, let's say you are dealing with some shortness of breath, some symptoms, or maybe one of your family members who's older is dealing with this, you can also get a pulse oximeter. And they're 20 bucks. 
And if you guys have ever been to the doctor, they put your finger, index finger into that sensor device. Mm-hmm. It's measuring the uh, saturation of oxygen in your blood, in your hemoglobin. That's what they do as soon as you go into the hospital. And you can buy one of those for 20 bucks and keep it at home. Unfortunately, the last place you want to go right now is the hospital. So if you can just check your pulse ox, your temperature, your heart rate, maybe your blood pressure at home, that is going to help you assess your current state. And it's also going to help you share that with a doctor, and they're going to tell you to stay home or go to the hospital based on that data. The problem is everyone is so freaked out right now that first instinct when you start having symptoms is, is to go to the hospital. But that's going to flood the system. Right. That's that's the biggest risk in this whole thing. And so those are the metrics we have. And then if you are a biohacker or you are a high-performance athlete, looking at metrics like heart rate variability, super important. And that would be another one I'd take a close look at. So we just made made metrics, and that's what people are monitoring right now. So that's, that's our contribution. Nick, we, we mm-hmm. took this uh, COVID dashboard and we just put it out there for free for everybody to use it. If you want the premium version with like the Apple Watch, Aura Ring, medical records integrations, you can get it. That still exists. But we wanted to contribute a free version just for the average Joe out there who doesn't even know what the heck heart rate variability is. Mm-hmm. But they do know how to measure their temperature. So um, we have that free dashboard out there. And then we have the full health um, analytics dashboard available as well. So for the uh, for the coronavirus uh, platform, and they just enter their, their stats in um, by hand? Yeah, we, we wanted to keep this one super simple, Nick. Right. Last thing we want is grandma trying to figure out how to get the Bluetooth thermometer connected. Absolutely. So <laughs> we, just, we just stripped all of that out, mm-hmm. and it's just a simple dashboard with four, four numbers and a big plus button. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Super simple, nice, clean, super simple UI. We took out all the fancy Apple Watch ring connections, and we just made it as simple as possible for mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and like, and as you mentioned, this is uh, basically another tool to kind of, I guess, uh, not subdue is not the right word, but to alleviate some of the stress if – you know, I, I feel like maybe I have a fever or maybe my heart rate is up. You can track to see if it's a uh, pattern possibly that you need to go to the doctor. Exactly. Because that, that as you mentioned, I, I'm, I'm falling victim to it too. I just hear it get inundated with so much that when I get a, a cough or maybe I feel like I, my allergies are acting up and I uh, feel like I'm congested, I was like, what you know? What do I have? You know, so especially <laughs> it never happened before until now. Yeah, until I'm inundated yeah. every day with the news about you know your, your th- this you know deadly coronavirus. So it's um, take, take some readings and just chill out, man. Mm-hmm. Like like that's that's a, a huge part of health, as you know, Nick. Even not coronavirus, you could just go research on what diet is best, right. and you will get so <laughs> freaking bombarded with yeah. conflicting information. Then your head explodes. And you're like, I'm more confused than I was before I tried to get healthy. Absolutely. So again, just go measure some numbers. Right. And that's how you'll know what's working. Right. So same kind of situation. All right. So obviously, we, you touched on it. We, we talked about the, what you guys are offering, what the Heads Up app is offering for uh, what's up Heads Up Health app is offering for the coronavirus. What is bi- for those performers like those uh, biohackers and uh, elite athletes? What what more kind of I guess for the techie side uh, does uh, does the Heads Up app offer to them? 
Yeah, so we have done some very sophisticated integrations with the Aura Ring. So all of the metrics from the ring can be populated on the dashboard. All of the metrics from the BioStrap device, from the Apple Watch, from Elite HRV, from MyFitnessPal, from Chronometer. So all of the sophisticated uh, health monitoring devices and apps are in there. And what you can do is just sign up and say, okay, I want to pick this metric from my watch and this metric from my ring. And I want to enter my lactate threshold and my body fat percentage. And you just create your dream dashboard. And it just has the metrics that matter to you. So like the ones at the top of my dashboard are my sleep statistics, my heart rate variability, my blood sugar, uh, my weight, my body fat. Occasionally I'll put my body into ketosis, so I may start measuring ketone levels as well. So you set up your dashboard. And then the next part is we can also synchronize lab test results from the doctor. And that's where you can start to dial in things like testosterone levels, um, thyroid numbers, um, inflammation numbers. So when you're doing really high end, whether you're just a high performer at your job or whether you're a high performance athlete, you can track all of these numbers. If you have a medical condition you're trying to reverse, then you can start to make lifestyle modifications and see how that affects your blood tests. Like if I go on a low-carb diet for three months, what happens to my hemoglobin A1C? So you can also synchronize your blood test results. That's the feedback loop I wanted to create in Heads Up that I did not see anywhere else because I had to track all my labs in a spreadsheet, and then I was making these lifestyle modifications, modifying my training regimen, modifying my diet regimen. And I wanted to see how that was affecting certain lab test results, thyroid numbers, testosterone levels, et cetera. So that's kind of the feedback loop that we put inside the app for people who want to really precisely understand their body. Excellent. I mean, that's a, that's something that, like you said, elite athletes really need to know because um, one thing I've heard a lot of them talk about is basically training um, – not training routine, but intensity, training frequency. Are you overtraining? I mean, that those things that, that you got to, I know we've used the word already, but optimize your training in order to get your peak performance. So having all those data available to them, um, I feel like it's invaluable. It's like almost like having a coach, you know, now it's a, it's a, also another kind of tool in their toolbox of being the best athlete they can be. Now, what's the, or is there any connections you talked about getting previous medical information? Is that something that's, cause as you kind of mentioned, it's all, a lot of it is still, you know, actual paper documents you know for medical <laughs> records are they starting to switch over to electronically so they can get uploaded into your app absolutely and one of the one of the uh new laws that just got passed by the government right at this coronavirus outbreak was what really pushed the government over the edge was they said they are mandating that all healthcare systems provide this data electronically mm. so that new startup companies new tools can be built because if you've ever logged into your doctor's portal, it's mostly useless. <laughs> so they're basically saying, okay, we need to open this whole thing up to better technology solutions. So that law just came into effect. There's a time period before health systems will have to comply. But for the nerds on the, on the line here, it just means we're going to have API access to this stuff, which is how it's supposed to work anyhow. 
if you want to authorize a company to synchronize the data for you so you can do what you want with it, that's your choice. You should be able to do it and pull that data into any system you want to make better health decisions. Mm -hmm. So that's all changing right in front of our eyes. And so we can start to do more with that information, which even if you're not an athlete, like this is the most important data you could ever possibly own and understand. And we don't think that way in this country. We think that the doctor should just keep that information there and they'll tell me if something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that model is going bye-bye. And now people need to have this info. Even if you're not medical, you need to have that full history of your health so that you can share it with a doctor when you do need it. And so that if you're sitting at home and you want to do some research on your health condition, your doctor is not going to be looking on PubMed on a Sunday trying to help you figure it out. So you kind of have to start doing that stuff. Right. So the good news is we have the support now at the at the government level for trying to do the solutions we're trying to build. When do you think, I mean, obviously it's just got passed. Do you think um, they're going to push forward to to expedite it, especially after this crisis, to make sure that everything gets electronic sooner rather than later? Or I don't know if uh, what uh, what your experience is with people trying to uh, move this along, especially at the uh, federal level. Um, is it something that we can expect in the next few years? Well, the good news is most health systems have already provided these okay. technological integrations. So you can sign into our app and you can instantly connect your, your medical records from over 85% of the doctor's offices across the country today. Wow. So just to give you an example, I went to grad school in Boston, and I went and then lived in San Francisco for 10 years, and then I moved up to Lake Tahoe for a year, and now I'm in Scottsdale. So I have my medical history in five different cities, and none of them talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to sync all five of those to my heads-up profile. I can see my lab test results back 15 to 20 years, and I don't even have a doctor in Scottsdale. So like when I do go to that doctor, they're going to have none of that information on my health. And so that's where we have a situation now where the individuals actually are essentially controlling the situation because they have all their data with them. Right. And they can be like, actually, this started happening a long time ago. Here's my trends. And it's moving more towards uh, patient-owned and operated data. We're young, healthy guys, Nick. It's not like we have a primary care doctor anymore, most of us. You right. know what I mean? Jesus, I don't even know what the kind of insurance I have these days. It's <laughs> some crappy Obamacare thing, but whatever. I don't go to the doctor. I have a problem. Usually I'll call a functional medicine doctor right. or yeah. someone who's, who's integrative. So it's like I don't even I mean go to the doctor anymore. So like I have to have this information and then I can do whatever I want. Right. Yeah, and that's I mean that's the I think the invaluable asset that people giving people the power essentially uh, and that it, not only is it um empowering but it's uh it, it's something that reduces kind of the anxiety if any conditions come up i know obviously we have a little bit more of a special circumstance with the coronavirus but you know when you go to a doctor and um you see you have high cholesterol i mean you uh, just as an example is it you know is it something that's genetic Do, have you had it exactly. you know, historically is it something that's affected Dietary. by your diet yeah is mm -hmm. it affected by your diet or not have you done multiple diets and the cholesterol stays 
the same. I mean, it's something like that. And that's just one example, but, um, it's a cliche, but knowledge is power. So the more knowledge you have about your own health statistics, the more power you have to control your reaction, honestly. So I think especially that health, you, you, you kind of talked about it, how you don't have a doctor per se, a primary care physician. It, it, it seems it's trending that way more and more. Um, mm-hmm. the healthcare system is, is evolving rapidly. So I yes. think some things like this, things like the heads up app or the, the heads up health app is, is necessary or just a, a natural stage in evolution of healthcare. I hope so. I think we have so much access to technology now as individuals like i mean people may not realize but like it wasn't long ago that to get a heart rate variability reading you had to go to the hospital and like get hooked up to this machine and you know now you can just buy like a bluetooth heart rate monitor and check that every day and you mentioned overtraining that's like one of the most powerful biomarkers you can use for that kind of stuff so um giving people access to medical records using digital health technology to help us optimize and then it becomes fun. It's like I totally nerd out on my health stats. It's like one of the most interesting things for me intellectually is to like see these numbers change as I do different things. You know, mm-hmm. man, had too many drinks last night. You know, heart rate variability is in the toilet. You know, last night I went to bed bright and you know, like at eight thirty p.m. Woke up and my 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 recovery stats on the uh, Oura Ring are off the charts. You know, so it's it's uh, we just want to make everybody a health data nerd. That's yeah. our secret mission, <laughs> and hopefully keep some people healthy and happy and high quality of life into their 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s. Yeah. And so obviously we it, it caters to everyone, uh, not just optimizers, our athletes, but do you guys have any athletes that, um, that people might have heard of that are using it currently? Yeah, we, uh, we do work with uh, Dr. Kevin Sprouse, and he works with a number of athletes who are on the Tour de France racers mm-hmm. uh, also um on the pga tour so he uh, for for um for doctors and sports medicine and for clinics we have a professional edition of the software and they come to us and they say hey these are the metrics i need to track on all of my riders all of my athletes all of my and we build these custom portals for them so that just lets them really specifically like in his case looking at metrics for um heart rate variability for overtraining, for lactate threshold, for testosterone. So we have a lot of uh, teams and coaches and doctors that use the professional version to monitor these stats on groups of people. And that's just one example. Okay. Now, and what about, obviously, do you see um, or are you uh, willing to share what you feel the next step for the app is or where you guys might be taking it next? Yeah, it is um, obviously just continuous improvement on the user interface, on the way we visualize data to make it easier for people to understand on our reporting capabilities. That's just ongoing improvements. We are always looking for new technology on the market that we can integrate. And so we've just integrated a new device uh, from a company called Biosense that does a really, really high quality um, measurement of breath acetone to help you understand if you're burning fat or carbs. Mm -hmm. So there's just, on the the consumer product, making sure we integrate the best in class um, digital health technology. And that that never ends. There's always new cool stuff coming on that that we want to integrate. 
And then we're continuing to build out tools for coaches to better monitor their athletes or individuals so that they can use data more effectively. So we're, we're building aggressively on that professional edition. I think if I just uh, wax philosophical for a moment about where this will go is more intelligence inside the system. And so what that would mean is that instead of you having to log in and look at a report of your last four weeks of metrics and see if the numbers are moving in the right direction, the software will be able to automatically tell you. So technically you shouldn't even have to log in. It's just gonna it's just gonna be able to look at your feeds and say, you know, Nick, the last four weeks uh, your HRV actually is down twenty percent or the last night's reading was anomalous. We saw a big spike in temperature. So I think there's the longer goal is to build more intelligence into the system so that it becomes easier for people to find those nuggets in the data without having to tease them out or really deeply understand what these metrics mean and how to interpret the data. That's a really, really hard problem to solve. And it's, um, it's something that no company has really executed on properly. It's something I've approached very cautiously. And so we've focused mostly on getting all the pipes connected and letting people visualize mm -hmm. the intelligence layer. We're really not going to start on it until I'm confident I have the right engineering team to right. do that properly. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously that's, you can imagine I, I it's hard to, I don't want to even try to, uh, you know, speculate, but I mean, I think when people think about AI, which I'm assuming you're kind of alluding to AI within the platform, um, artificial intelligence is that it, it's, it's, it's especially when it's medical and health recommendations, it can be something that can be a little bit, you know, um, uh, I mean, it, touchy. Not it's like a touchy kind of subject where you're like, it's all it's awkward that you don't know if it. You always want that person recommendation, but now uh, it's like I said, you you tracking your own information. You're a better resource than somebody that hasn't seen your uh, information from ten years ago. So. I think it's a it's a next it's the next logical step, but like I said, I I kind of understand I to be a little apprehensive about waiting till it's optimized for uh, the the technology is ready. Well, there's a few things there. It's actually pretty easy to build something that gives you a bunch of really annoying reminders. That's that's not that's, <laughs> that's, that's not. I think we can all agree we have enough of that in yes. the world. So we don't want to be that. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is like. You might not like what the system tells you. <laughs> That's true. And that may not be so great either. And then, um, you know, the third part of it is, which, which people often don't appreciate, they're like, hey, Dave, how come it can't do this for me automatically? Well, an increase in heart rate variability from the night before could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of nuance in why that number moved. So we have to be super careful and for one person it might be good that it went up right. for a diabetic it might be bad so the same the same number moving in a certain direction could be good or bad depending on the individual so 
that's where it gets really hard to do right. Like, why are you on our system? Are you managing a chronic condition or are you a ultra high performance athlete? That affects the interpretation of the data. So we, we may never go down that path. We may just present the facts mm-hmm. and you can talk to your healthcare coach or trainer about them and they will be the interpretation layer, right. not our software. Okay. So we may just stick to that, man. Uh, we're not sure yet. Right. So that's, and as you mentioned, though, it's a, there, it's always you know improving because it seems to where you know the, especially wearable uh, fitness tech is there's something new on the market every year or so. So um, getting it's more getting better and better. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think that's something. That's why uh, the the heads up health uh, the heads up health app is always going to evolve. So um, thank you, David, once again for joining us. Um, I always ask the people who come on the podcast. Uh, if you had one piece of health advice to give our listeners, what would it be? I would say make sure you know how to control your own blood sugar through diet and lifestyle. Wow. That's that's pretty powerful. Get a glucometer and know how diet, things you eat, exercises you do, and be able to learn how to control your blood sugar. You can just through some simple changes, anybody can move their blood sugar by 20 points within one or two days with certain changes. And most of the chronic health issues we have in this country are related to dysregulated blood sugar because we eat this food and our blood sugar goes to 200 milligrams per deciliter. You might not even feel it. So I would say learning metabolic mastery. So I would expand that a little bit, Nick, if I could, and say metabolic mastery. Learn how to control your blood sugar. Learn how to put your body into ketosis. You may or may not ever need it, but you need to understand how to do it. That would be my number one thing. Excellent. That's a great piece of advice. Something we haven't had before on this podcast. So I, I love original thought. So I'll take uh, it. David, uh, once again, please, I want you to remind our listeners um, how they can uh, take advantage of the Heads Up Health app and also um, the stuff you, what your company is providing to help combat the coronavirus right now. Yeah, my pleasure. So if you want to use our free COVID-19 dashboard for vital signs for you or a loved one, that's just headsuphealth.com slash COVID-19. It's a really stripped down version of the app. So it's pretty basic, but it's free and it has the most important vital signs for elderly, high risk, people who just want to be proactive. If you want the whole program, just go to headsuphealth.com, create a free account, try it out for 30 days, no credit card required. If you like it, subscribe. If you don't, thanks for trying us out. Excellent. Um, David, uh, I had a great time speaking with you. And like I said, I think probably if you're, if you're, interested on coming on back in the future once you guys have maybe uh the that new evolution of heads up ass comes out i would love to have you back on yeah we'd love to rejoin thanks for having us nick it's uh it's a pleasure and we're always grateful for uh, opportunities to uh share our message thanks david thank you sir Hopefully you enjoyed that interview with David Korzunski. Um, hopefully you guys heard at the end, um, when we uh, have him back on, I think maybe Shannon will tackle it because you guys can get a little bit more into the, uh-huh. uh, the, the, the finer details of this technology. And, uh, it's super interesting guys. And it came really, it's, it's the evolution, I think, of, of health and wellness is one, one part of the evolution of it because having your data, your health data at your fingertips is an invaluable resource. Absolutely. I mean, now we're, we're, we're living in it right now about why it's so important to do so. Well, and I think it's not just having all this information. Cause I mean, that, that's the common 
thing is that we now have access to so much information, we don't know what to do with it all. True. And the fact that this is an app that's highlighting key measurements, it's analyzing key data and honing in on that. Right. And it's pulling all that information together and centralizing it yeah. so that you have access to what you need when you need it to make the kinds of decisions that are really going to impact your health. Right. And 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 as we talked about with Dave, as I talked about with David in his interview, is that um, now you're able to share years of this information, uh, not only past medical records, but your current, uh, you know. Your, your bio stats mm-hmm. uh, with your, if you have a medical professional you see on a regular basis, you can share that with them instantly through their mobile app. Um, and it's, it's something, or you can make better decisions on your everyday life based on the stats you see. Um, having that in front of you, we've talked about it through whether it's tracking your food or yeah. monitoring your heart rate, just having those numbers visible in front of you and seeing the difference from day to day and comparing what you did one night opposed to the other night, it's it's really important and can really dictate how you basically go about your health and fitness. And just the the, not only is that interesting as in itself, but now they're providing this free coronavirus platform for everybody, anyone to really track the important statistics, the important biomarkers, um, body temperature, resting heart rate, blood pressure and blood oxygen level. Those things, they're giving you a platform for free in order you can track them on a regular basis to determine if you really need to take the next step to go see a medical professional if you fear you have coronavirus. Yeah, and let's be honest. I know we were talking about this early, earlier. Uh, the really, the tricky thing with this virus that pe- more and more people are learning is the fact that so many people are asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. And... Perhaps if there was more tracking, closely measuring some of the more subtle nuances, you might actually see something that would trigger uh, like maybe I should go in and, and, you know, check this out or maybe I should call somebody or just may, you know, maybe there's something like that's, that's the tricky thing. I heard the stat today that for every 14 people who are diagnosed with coronavirus, there's 86 more people around them that have it and don't know it. And like we said, maybe you're, it will dictate, it, change your idea of, hey, I don't need a social distance. Because I'm sure there's still some objectors to the whole social dis- distance distancing or quarantine thing. But as you can see, if you have subtle variations, like, oh, my temperature was a little elevated that day, or my resting heart rate wasn't, of course, this, yeah, so resting heart rate wasn't where it was. And maybe, I, you know, I felt kind of shortness of breath that day. Maybe you're like, well, like you said, maybe my body can com- is combating it, but maybe I should really start thinking about self-quarantine. Yeah, maybe I should ease back yeah. because goodness knows that's, that's sort of the main issue with mm-hmm. all of this social distancing stuff. It's that even if you get, you know, two-thirds of your population to do it, it's the quarter or one-third of the population that's not doing it that's jeopardizing everyone else. So let's be honest, we're not quarantining 
for ourselves. We're doing it for everybody else. <laughs> right. That's absolutely right. So um, that I had a great conversation with David, and um, I think he's coming back once they uh, their app is constantly their app and their web portal is constantly evolving. Heads up, as we talked about, you guys heard an interview where it's going to go to next, and it's really interesting where it can go to next to see. Now I'm interested to see if it does or not. So um, if you guys want to learn more about this headsuphealth.com and take advantage of that free platform or share it with somebody, maybe somebody that might be susceptible to coronavirus, share it with them so they can start tracking mm-hmm. their, their, their health information. So they, if they are coming, you know, possibly um, concerned with some of the conditions they've been having lately to see if they actually may have to take the step to go see, um, to go to the emergency room and get tested. Absolutely. So um, once again, health at health, I'm going to stop that one more time headsuphealth.com guys please check it out you got that free coronavirus platform and then of course you can uh, have the the app with the the actual the heads up app where you can get tons of other uh your um not only your medical records uploaded to it but then all your uh your your wearable fitness trackers all that information and gathers from those uh uploaded right and synced right up to the portal so Guys, check it out. Um, please, if you have any other more recommendations for who we should interview next, um, we'd love to have them. Um, and mm-hmm. we definitely want you guys to share these episodes, um, share the wealth. You know, we're time, we're in the need of now to share fitness and wellness information. Um, I think, as I said in the beginning, I think everybody is uh, ripe for, you know, trying to double down a little bit more on their health and fitness. So um, yeah. share this information because I think this is a valuable resources. Yeah. And it's, we're really happy that we had somebody that not only can talk to just kind of the importance of monitoring your health status, but, but that's doing something about the moment we're in. We talked about it before these times create innovation and it's great to have people on this podcast who are innovating and helping their fellow man. So. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You got anything else for him this evening? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check it next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.